while they're getting set up, I just want to first of all say uh, welcome to our year in review. If you've never been a part of our year in review, uh, this is kind of an unusual uh, for us. It's a little more laid back. We view this church as a family, and you won't see that any more than this Sunday when, uh, when we ask questions, we actually want you to answer. When we uh, reminisce, it's because God has been doing things uh, all throughout this church for the past year. And so, what we're going to do today is just kind of reminisce on where we've been as a church, and we're going to kind of get into where we're going. So the first question is, and this is not rhetorical, how are y'all doing? Thank you very much. How, uh, how many of y'all are excited that 2019 is over? How many of y'all enjoyed 2019? Thought it was pretty good. All right, yeah. Some of y'all had a lot of additions to the family. Uh, that's good. Um, when you think of 2020 or the new year, how many of y'all, this ranks among your favorite holidays, new year? It's just me. Okay. To me, the new year, New Year's Day and reset and everything, that's, that's my personality. I'm, I'm, this, this is where I get energized. And this week, by the way, my birthday was this week, which used to be awesome, and it's getting less awesome. But, uh, but this week is a powerful week for me uh, just because we reset. So what we're going to do today is Joey and I are going to hang out up here, and we're going to invite some guests. The first two guests I want to invite up, uh, Chelsea and Jonathan. I'm going to have y'all come. Uh, John Roan, yeah. Uh, and we're going to just kind of, we're going to have three panels today, uh, and we're going to just go through the year and talk. And one of the reasons I wanted to start with uh, Chelsea and John is because this year has probably been, here Chelsea, I'm going to have you come over here, uh, has probably been the most challenging year, I think, in my opinion, since we began. And I would just tell you if it's... Uh, if you are new here, by the way, I'm trying to, uh, we were going to use some technology, and oh, it might actually work. Let's see if this works. You know how technology and me go, right? My phone's resetting as we, uh, as we try this, so we'll see if it works, but uh, just a heads up, Kevin, it, just like we discussed that uh, you're going to have to work today. Um, <laughs> one of the things that uh, this year entailed basically is we... Two years ago, we were meeting in Plano, and we had our own space. And uh, our church is nine years, about to be ten years old, and we knew that we were going to lose our lease. And so we had been preparing for two years. And I remember in June of this year, actually it was uh, May of this year, I was driving around. We had money saved that we were really thinking we were going to be able to get our own space somewhere uh, that we would be for a while and we had all these metrics that we were trying to achieve, and it just became clear to me that we were not going to be able to acquire our own building. And uh, for the first time in a long time, you know, starting the church every week, I was like, man, I wonder if we still have a church. I wonder if I still have a job. I wonder if anyone's going to show up. But uh, this was the first time where I honestly thought this is a make or break season of our church. Like there's a chance our church doesn't survive this. That's what I was thinking. And uh, I was really, for about a day, I don't stay discouraged for long, but for about a day, I just drove around praying, thinking, God, what, you know, what are you doing? What is going on here? And, uh, and as I started driving around, I just came to Wiley, and I began to uh, really pray about the opportunity. And the one thing that God said uh, to me is, um, the city of Wiley doesn't just need another church. It needs our church, and, uh, and that if we're going to make this move, we have to, uh, if we're going to survive this season, we really have to, to understand who we are and what God wants to do through us. And one of the things that we spent this year really doing is understanding that how free the gospel is and how powerful it is. But one of the, the decisions we made was in this process to bring on new leaders that were going to help us do this. And so Two of the leaders that we brought in is, uh, were, are Chelsea and John. Okay, Chelsea uh, oversaw, oversees our uh, greeting team, which um, we've, for a long time, our, our, our greeters have, the, we've fluctuated in our, our leadership. We've had leaders come on and, and then move on to something else. Uh, and so Chelsea uh, was a great addition for us. And then uh, a team we were uh, thinking we would never need again, our setup team. Uh, and John and uh, Greg uh, stepped up to lead that, and so um, this, is, this is yeah the yeah. one that I usually use. Um, 
Before we move on, let's give these guys a big round of applause for stepping into these roles. Yep. Yes. And so I thought we would just reminisce by asking a couple of uh, questions to some of our newest additions to our leadership team. Uh, and I'm going to ask, the, the two questions I'm going to ask is, uh, what was your, actually I might do three, okay? Uh, what was your favorite moment or uh, event, whatever, uh, from uh, this move, this transition over here? We call it the Wiley launch. If we say Wiley launch, it's moving from Plano to Wiley, which was a big deal. Uh, some of you, if you're new, uh, you're going to see in pictures of us in, uh, in Plano, and it's just been a big trans. For some of us in here, it's been a big transition uh, for us as a church. Um, what was your favorite moment? What did God teach you? And then what was the most exciting thing you've experienced on your team specifically? And so, Chelsea, I'm going to start with you. What was your favorite moment from this year? Um, I think just the move here to Cooper Junior High and watching everyone rally and teams and work really hard. Um, and then also uh, our team gathers to pray uh, in between the pep rally and the main service each week. And um, that's just one of my most favorite times. Um, it's been a great time to get to know my team better, but also just to share and then um, to pray together and to pray over our church. So it's been some of my favorite moments. John, how about you? What was your favorite moment? Uh, coming from this move from Plano to over here, probably my favorite moment was also the most chaotic moment was that very first Sunday over here and when the setup crew, me, Greg, and everyone, I think about 12 to 15 of us all showed up at 6 o'clock, 6.30 in the morning and got together and like, okay, we got to figure this out. And so, and chords were everywhere. They weren't taped together or anything like that, but my favorite part about that was the fact that nobody was negative, everybody was positive, and we wanted to figure out how can we get this done, and the fact that everybody came together united and no one was pointing fingers saying, oh gosh, this is useless or whatever it may be, but we all rallied together. That was probably, and then we got together and we prayed for the service and prayed over the school and everything that's coming. Um, it was really neat to kind of see how God and the Holy Spirit just kind of started right there uh, to kind of get us to this point we have right now. Very good. Um, what is something that God taught you uh, this year specifically? I mean, if it has to do with leading the team, but it could be anything. Um, our kind of our team verse is Romans fifteen seven, um, which essentially says that we are to welcome one another as God uh, has welcomed us. Um, for the glory of his name. And so I think that's just been this year um, what God has taught me, um, that we exist for him. The whole point of all of this is to glorify and make his name great. Um, and we get to do that as greeters and, um, and get to welcome people the way that, that Christ has welcomed us. Did y'all know our greeting team has a team verse? Yeah. That's pretty wow. awesome. We the best. <laughs> that's good stuff right there. John, what's your team? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what, uh, what have you learned this year, uh, John? Uh, probably dedication. Uh, that's the word that kind of popped out to me multiple times when I was thinking about this since Joel, is going back over to Plano uh, with our small group that started over there of how everybody just rallies around each other when... Uh, something is happening in their life, even all the way up to today, uh, dedication to VBS that we put up and how everyone once again rallied together. And then that kind of carried on over to here, to uh, the move, the fact that, like I said, people are willing to at one point wake up so early or stay, stay later to try to get it. And just that whole idea of dedication and, uh, you know, you're going to reap what you sow. And, you know, I really think we are seeing that from us, everyone here, putting in those hours to be able to um, see what God has in store for us. All right. Uh, last question. Um, what, uh, what was the most exciting thing you experienced at CPC this year? John, we'll go with you first and then we'll... Uh, you know, it's still kind of repetitive, but the thing that I'm excited about is being able to come in and serve with people that are actually truly my friends, you know, uh, going and hanging out with 
Kevin to go watch the football game the other night. That's a guy that I not only serve here at church, but, you know, I hang out with afterwards. And that, that's something that's just stands out is the people that we're here with, we are, you know, we're not just Sunday people, okay, see you next week, but we're actually people that we, you know, enjoy getting along with and want to learn more about each other and grow a relationship. That's good. By the way, don't ever watch a football game with Kevin. I, uh, I've watched the Texas Longhorns, uh, and I've watched uh, the Cowboys uh, play the Saints, and both times uh, my team has lost watching at Kevin's house, so, so don't loud. watch there. So. Um, so yeah, and I didn't get the invite anyway to this last game, so kind of heard about that. <laughs> Chelsea, uh, what about you? What are you most excited about? Um, I think the most exciting thing is just seeing um, how God has answered our prayers. So we have prayed over there every week um, for new guests to come, and we pray for everyone who comes in the door, but specifically for guests, and, um, and God has brought new faces each week. And so um, if you're new, know that you are an answer to prayer, um, and welcome to the CBC family. Um, and, and yeah, we've, I don't know, just, just the evidence that God is on the move here um, by bringing new faces. Yeah. Very good. All right, y'all give them a hand. All right. And uh, we're going to have uh, two new faces up here. I'm going to have Ashley and Megan come up here. But as they come up... Um, I want to just real quick read off the teams, uh, and if you're on this team, you can just raise your hand, uh, but I want to recognize how much it takes to make this uh, church happen. Uh, we have a setup team. If you're on the setup team, raise your hand. Uh, we have, and there are more than this, uh, connect, if you're a connect group leader, raise your hand. Uh, if you are on the greeting team, raise your hand. If you are on the kids team, raise your hand. If you are on the AV team, raise your hand. If you're on the worship team, raise your hand. If you are on the outreach team or have served in any of our outreach, raise your hand. Uh, student ministry, there we go. Uh, uh, the lead team, all right, and elders, all right. And so I just want to point out that uh, like there's a lot that makes this church go, and there's a lot. Uh, it's really oh safety team too. Yeah, I know. I forget. Safety team, look, how safe y'all look at Detlef Garden, that door right there. You see that? That's good. And uh, one of the things you might not realize is we have protocols and we have a team of, of uh, guys that are just alert out there and making sure that if somebody comes in the building, which, you know, with a school, that's, the doors are secure, your kids are safe. So, um, so thank y'all for all of that. So we're going to talk a little bit more, um, in this, uh, this time. We're going to talk about... The transition we've had into our Wiley launch, we're going to talk about our big days and some of the big uh, days that we've had from this past year, and then we're going to talk about uh, everybody's favorite topic, sermons that we've, talked to, that we've had this year. So uh, first, question, uh, first of all, let's introduce, I'll, I'll let y'all introduce yourselves. This is? I'm Ashley. <laughs> I'm Megan. Uh, Ashley oversees our outreach Joey. team, <laughs> and that's Joey. Joey does everything. Uh, Megan, what is it that you do here? Oh, I am the, oh, I keep forgetting what my title is, the story coordinator. I help gather the stories that we share each week yeah. of what God's doing in people's lives. Yeah, and that's a big deal. It's every, we, we never want to have a Sunday. The challenge I gave to Megan when, we, when she transitioned to this is we never want to have a Sunday where the, the sermon is only in the sermon. We always want a story of how God is actually working in somebody's life. And so she's done a great job, not an easy job uh, of doing that. So, yeah, let's keep Can I just in. say, if, you, if God is doing something in your life, will you go share it online? Because <laughs> I would love to share your story on a Sunday morning. I know God's so, moving in your life. So, so I'd love to hear about it. Like I said, we've been going through a, ch- we went through a very challenging I'm year. <laughs> I thought we already went through this. She didn't get to say what she does. Oh, I said, okay. Go I'm ahead. Ashley. <laughs> what do you do, Can Ashley? I oversee the outreach team and the outreach um, opportunities. I'm glad to be here. And one of the, th- the ch- so just so you know, we didn't have either of these roles uh, going into this. We uh, outreach, Ashley's done a good job of giving us a monthly focus that every single month we're uh, focused on a different outreach opportunity so that we can do the maximum we can do without overtaxing ourselves. And so that's, it's really hard when you're a small church. Uh, we don't want to be asking, hey, give to this, give to this, give your time here and here at the same time. And so she's done a great job of focusing us on one thing at a time and uh, 
So yeah, good job, Ashley. Sorry to ignore you, apparently. Um, what was the most challenging part of this move and your transition into this? And Joey, you can also uh, answer this as well. Uh, sure, I'll go first. Um, the, first of all, the moment we came up with an actual plan was the biggest relief for me. Um, that we went for, as Joel mentioned, it wasn't until May and this year when we kind of had the realization that our own permanent space was not going to happen. And so from, there was a good year in there where we were kind of planning on our own space. And then May hit and we were like, all right, we're going portable and this is the plan. And it was like, oh, all right, let's, let's go forward with the plan. So that was, that was an exciting thing. Um, what was the actual question? <laughs> The hardest, the most challenging part was, uh, this was also exciting, but this was one of the first times in the history of our church where we actually had money to spend um, on something. And so I guess it, the challenge that came along with it was figuring out the budget and uh, where we could allocate the funds that, that went and spending it wisely. And um, so, yeah, I guess I would say that. And then finding the, the teams and people to facilitate the different structure of this this setup ashley megan I, my I, was, I cheated i talked to chase about it and this was his answer but um i agreed though but uh what, probably the most challenging thing was not having like to be able to point to something and say look there's our church um and and i think it, that was just hard for one um before, you know, we had the Beyond Clothing Closet, which was um, a closet for foster and adoptive families and single moms in need. And so it's hard to, um, to not have a space to do that anymore. But I think the flip side of, of both of those things is it was exciting because it, it um, kind of forced us to, I think before we kind of looked at like the Beyond Closet, of like, oh, look, we are doing outreach. We are serving the community. But now we're having to be more strategic and more focused on how we are serving um, the community and the world. And then um, the flip side of not having like a physical location to point to and say, look, that is where Connection Point Church is located. Is it really like forced us to say, to like really walk out, like the church isn't a building. A church, the church is the people. Um, and so like at first when I would tell people, just to just be honest, when I tell people, hey, we're moving to Wiley and we're going to be in Cooper Junior High, it was kind of like, and we're going to be in Cooper Junior High. Um, but now like, it's exciting. It's exciting to say like, hey, we're here and we're making a difference. And like the Lord is doing big things in our church and through our church in Wiley. Yeah, good. And Megan followed that. Yeah, I was trying to think. Um, I think the thing that was challenging for me was just like we were just in a season of unknown of what was going to come next. And so just watching being very closely tied to um, details trying to be formed out and, and purchases being made and um, wondering if we school was going to exist. Like there's just a lot of unknowns and just, so the challenge was continuing to trust that God was moving and, and, and was for our church. Um, but what's really cool is to be at this point now and to go, God was working out all of these details um, and, and knew before the beginning of time that today we would be here in this place. Um, and so it was just, it's been very cool to see his provision and his guidance and just how things have fallen into place much better than I could have imagined. Yeah. Um, one of the things that, uh, again, if you're new uh, since we've got here, we actually had a school for the last three years uh, in, uh, in Plano. And so one of the things we had to do was we had to figure out what we're going to do with a school. And uh, we partnered with another church in Wiley to make this move. And they actually took our church, our, our, our we school, and it's right now in Waterbrook Bible Fellowship. But they did it with the idea of they had a vision. They wanted to start a church or start a, a school, didn't exactly know how. And so uh, we are able to come in, kind of kickstart their program. And then as we get our own space here, uh, they've already agreed that, uh, hey, they're going to give it back. And so then we'll have two uh, schools. So it's been exciting to see just all of these things that we had no idea how they were going to work out. Um, they all worked out. And so uh, God has really done a lot of things. So um, I want to run through, uh, y'all can be thinking about the most rewarding part of the move. But I want to run through some of the big days we've had this uh, year. Um, if you hear one of these things and you're like, hey, I like that, feel free to, uh, to applaud it or say, hey, that was my favorite thing or whatever. Um, so we had some of the big days, and these are not all of them. We had uh, the IF gathering, uh, which is uh, something that the women do. We had, uh, yeah, the, um, 
uh, we had our nine-year birthday uh, and our church photo. In fact, we can put our church photo up there, uh, and you can see what we, we like to take a picture every year. Uh, were you going to say when we had the food truck? <coughs> no, that was... No, we had a uh, we had a uh, potluck um, on our potluck, and then uh, we had Easter. We had an Easter egg hunt, which our Easter egg hunt uh, drew uh, two hundred to three hundred uh, people, pretty much consistently. By the way, every single February on this will be February sixteenth will be our ten year anniversary. We'll talk about it in a little bit. Uh, we do a church photo, and everyone that's there on that Sunday, we take a photo, even if it's your first time or. Uh, we just like to capture that moment, and so this is from February. Um, and we'll also figure out a way to do an icon again next, next year, I'm sure. Yeah. Easter will happen again. We're uh, not canceling Easter. We're not canceling Easter. Um, Warrior Week, uh, Girls Getaway. Um, for those that don't know, we have a uh, camp that how many kids about did y'all have? Uh, about 160 kids. Yeah, so... Uh, Little church, but big, big things coming out of here. Uh, um, did uh, two mission trips. We did a mission trip, uh, two mission trips to Arequipa, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, we had a softball team that won the championship. Okay. Y'all are so excited about that. We're pretty excited about that. Uh, we have a history of winning softball championships in this church that we very, very much prize. Sean popped his collar um, over there. I appreciate that. Uh, Buon Ballard. Uh, church in the Park, uh, we did uh, a Christmas parade. Um, any other events that uh, we had? Uh, Still City Pops for, uh, when we launched here. Uh, that was kind of, that was one of my favorite things, is just having Steel City Pops. Um, what was the food truck from? That thing that was, was awesome. two years ago. Oh, my bad. So you're, you're living way in the past. And so uh, I'm going to just tell you my favorite thing from this year, uh, which encapsulates a lot about our church, was our bingo night which yeah. we had uh, bingo, uh, and we just had a bingo night where the church came, and uh, y'all hosted it, and uh, it was just a fun night of our being together as a church, and so I had all the kids play bingo, and uh, it was fun. What about y'all? What, what's some of y'all's favorite? Did you mention the mission trips? Yeah. I did. Uh, I tune out. Those are yeah. awesome. He tunes out anytime yeah. I start talking. <laughs> it's a problem we've had for a while. Um, I always love, you didn't mention this, but Eve of Christmas Eve is just such a sweet, it's fun. I, don't, I mean, I, I loved it. Hudson was a monkey, and it just yeah. was hilarious, and so it was really fun. Do and we, the children's program, like, yeah. you'll see pictures that was, of that in a little bit. And I was like, we did that this year. I mean, it was yeah. like a week ago, but it was crazy. It's good. Do we have a report on Caleb Fisher's health, by the way? Did he break an ankle? Uh, he really, really took a hard fall. Is he Okay. Okay, man, Eve of Christmas Eve, he took a hard fall on this stage. Um, Ashley, how about you? Um, I really liked Boo on Ballard. It was kind of like our debut within the community, and we were kind of nervous, like, oh, gosh, we don't really know what we're doing. We don't know what to expect. We don't know if, what if we don't, you know, what if our people, we knew you would show up, but, I mean, I was kind of nervous, like, (laughs) but um, but it was great, and we had, I mean, it was raining, and it was gross that night, but we had so much fun, and, um, I mean, just met so many people that, you know, just from Wiley, and we were able to just say, hey, we're new here. Hi. Yeah, that was good. Um, all right, uh, what was the most rewarding part of becoming a, a part of Wiley? And one of the reasons we wanted to come to Wiley is because many of us lived in this area, and uh, in East Plano, while our church was located there, it didn't feel like home to most of us. Even uh, to me as a pastor, I live in Wiley, and so uh, for us, the, the move to Wiley for most of us was uh, more central, and it was just kind of a, a homecoming feel. What was the most rewarding part to y'all? So the, there's a family that Joey and I know um, that lives here in Wiley that um, doesn't go to church anywhere, and we've just done life with them for a long time, had some plays baseball with their son, and um, we've just been inviting them to come to church, and they um, once we moved to Wiley, they came and visited, which is incredible. And I, I don't know if it was um, that we're in a school that there's something disarming about that for someone who doesn't go to church, um, or the fact that we were a lot closer. Um, but it just was really, it's just been really cool to know that this is a place that people that we do life with here in Wiley, um, we can invite here, and they feel safe and. Um, comfortable here. So that was, that's been rewarding. 
And it's an ongoing relationship. They came back for Eve at Christmas Eve, and we're still building the relationship and hoping that they really are drawn to Christ through, uh, through experiencing him through our church and, and us. I think the most rewarding thing was we kind of had a fruit basket turnover of like the lead team and like people that even just were serving um, in the teams. A lot of people switched and um, it was just really neat to just see like gaps being filled, um, new people step up. It was, I mean, I loved seeing like my kids had new teachers and that were excited about what they were doing. Not the old teachers were excited too, but um, you know, everybody was just like super pumped up about it and like all hands on deck. Did you make up the word fruit basket turnover? No, I've never come heard on. That. Um, <laughs> I've never heard that. Sure. All right. Uh, so uh, we've uh, preached through some very uh, interesting topics, uh, and so um, uh, if you again applaud, if you have a favorite uh, uh, series that we've uh, talked. Are y'all through. hyped up? Are you ready for yeah. this? Yeah. <laughs> I'm always curious of what resonated the most uh, as far as teaching. So I'm just going to read through these. You can raise your hand if you don't want to clap. If you did, I'd just be curious to see. Uh, we started off with a series called Mastermind. Then we did a, a series. Uh, that was the one you all all yeah, was looking for that one. Uh, people, the second one was People of Impact. Uh, the third one was uh, You Lost Me at Leviticus. Uh, that was by far my favorite. Uh, Divine Clues was our Easter sermon series. Uh, to the ends of the earth uh, was one we've been in for like uh, it was through the gospel of Mark and so uh, <laughs> you should know that Joel sorry we preach a lot here <laughs> together we win uh, was our last one in our old location and that was preparing us for this move uh, we launched in Wiley here with technologically challenged which was fun yeah that was a good one that was fun uh, what had happened was, we talked about the Bible. Um, I liked that one a lot, too. So, uh, and then our last one was Christmas presents. Uh, so, yeah, so we like those. That's just because it was last week. Yeah, everybody can remember it's that one. On your mind. All right, so uh, I want to hear what y'all's favorite sermon series was. And then we're going to watch a video just to recap some of it. And one of the things I like about this recap is it's, I really tried to highlight. And by the way, all the videos edited today are edited by me, not Joey. So... <laughs> Uh, the quality reflects that. So, uh, they're fantastic. But uh, you're going to see a highlight of just how many. We had a lot of uh, other teachers, not just me, uh, which is just a blessing to be in a church where we've got the people with the gift uh, of, of teaching. And so, what was y'all's favorite uh, sermon series that we did? So, I don't have a great memory, but I went back and I looked at, I have a um, folder in my notes that are all my sermon notes over the year, and I just kind of read through some of them, and I loved um, the sermon on April 28th. <laughs> it was in the Divine Clues um, series, and one of the things that you said, Joel, um, through, by, by the power of the Holy Spirit, um, said, me being who he created me to be is worship, and so I just feel like I've been on a journey of self-awareness, of trying to figure out who God has created me to be, and me being exactly who he created me to be is worship to him, and I thought that was really powerful, and so I loved that sermon. I really liked the Mastermind series at the beginning of the year. I think it was just a great, like, kickoff to the year, and um, going back and looking at, uh, like, even just the topics that were preached, um, it was good, like, just focus on the year, and, and realizing, like, a lot of I mean, we know this, but like walking through a lot of like our day to day and how we walk, walk out our lives starts in our mind and like we have to fix our mind on Christ and on truth. Um, and so I, I really like that one. And there were other people, but you, you did a great job too. Yeah. I didn't preach anything in that series. <laughs> uh, that's okay. Joey? Mine was, you lost me at Leviticus. Uh, I just love, there's, if you read Old Testament, there are so many spots in there where it's like, what? in the world am I reading? What's the purpose of this? Uh, does this really mean this? Um, and I just loved being able to look at some of those things and digging a little bit deeper and looking at the context. And um, it was a, an impactful, uh, lasting series for me in terms of how I read the Bible. Like yeah, um, 
That was also was my favorite. Uh, there was a message. I, John and I had just, John Williams and I had just gotten back from Israel, and so the Old Testament was really on, on my mind a, a lot. Uh, there's a sermon that I preached in that uh, series, You Lost Me in Leviticus, on uh, God's command to wipe out uh, the Jebusites. And to me, I get the question, how can you uh, love a God who would uh, commit or, or call his people to commit a genocide? Uh, I get, I've had that question a lot, and it was one of the hardest to wrestle with, and so I preached on it. And if there's one message, I would say, uh, if you're confused about the Old Testament, I think that one just points to the fact that when you dig in a little bit, even the hardest parts of the Bible uh, point us to Christ and point us to the heart of God. And so, uh, having said that, give our panelists a nice round of applause. Uh, we're going to roll the uh, sermon video uh, as we transition here. can break down those walls. And for us to have his power come in and break down those walls, we need to be communicating with him. So today I'm going to talk to you about prayer. We're going to get this thing started out with prayer. Science would say it's a way to rewire your brain, kind of like this picture and uh, the bumper video, you kind of see the different wires. Science says rewire, but God says you need to renew your mind. Are you aware of all that scripture tells us we are? If we also become aware of how far short we have fallen because of the things we have done, the things that have happened to us, the, our life experiences, like we've, like because of those things we've seen, it's hard to look in this mirror and not want to walk away and forget. And so when we think about the law, we have to understand there's a foreshadowing, but now that we have Christ, now that we have the revelation of Jesus Christ and we have him on the cross dying for our sins, we have him rising from the dead, we understand the law as fulfilled. And this makes all the difference in the world. It is a righteous and good thing to hate the spirit of Amalek, to hate the spirit of anyone who would take advantage of the down and out or the heart of God is for the vulnerable. Um, I, w- I just sang that scripture and just said it. Said a whole chapter of Romans. And you know what happened? I got peace. I was calm. Not because I, not because I, I suddenly learned how to breathe, or, but because I was speaking scripture and truth to myself, and this word is alive and active. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, Frankie. What you doing? I'm selling lemonade. You having much luck? Well, I just set up my stand. Hmm. Would you like to try a glass? It's freshly squeezed. Freshly squeezed, huh? Prove it. Uh... But something's different now. And I know that those of you who know me well know that something's different now. And I finally get it that the reason God has done this for me is so that he will get the glory for what's happening in my life right now. What's awesome is, is now I still struggle with other things. Like It's not like over, right? It's not like, oh yeah, boom. I mean, I, I kind of thought that it would be that way. Like, oh, okay, cool. Now life's gravy and I'm, I'm good. But no, now I have other struggles and things like that. But the nice thing is, is it's a joyful struggle because now I know who I am. And that's that I'm actually a son of God. And little did I know that God had my future husband waiting just around the corner. When I think about my testimony, I think about, sorry. When I think about my testimony, I think about being picked up off of a sidewalk as a mess and being made a new creation. I think about being forgiven and never judged for all of my sinfulness. I think about my happiness now and how it doesn't even compare to what I really thought happiness was. 
But it's good to be used by God. Just to be an instrument of peace and righteousness. Sometimes when I feel very dry in my spirit, I just go to the government orphanage, spend my day there, and just see all the needs. And I say, oh, this is opportunity for me to live. Sometimes you don't need to go overseas to save lives. Sometimes just I pray that God will open our eyes so that we can see the need around us too. If you don't understand that circumstances, life is going to happen to you, how you frame it is going to determine the success you have in life. Earlier, But you're going to get to a point where you're looking around going, how did I get here? And but you can look back and know that it was God leading you the whole time. But I think it'd be awesome to see what God could do through a church of a, it's currently 100 to 150 people probably, and how he could move throughout the city. If we all were on fire for him, turned from our sins, and truly lived differently so that they saw this group of people who were truly living differently. Everything. Sometimes when we have the shame-filled loop replaying in our minds, our own hearts condemn us. But God knows that. He knows it all, and he is greater than it all. This church was, was built by people who made the decision. There are people that need to know this. There are people that need to hear the true gospel, that it is about do you know him, and we need to point people to Christ at all costs. Let us be tangible in our love. And he equates that with giving material stuff. You are most like God who gave to us when you give to those who are in need. You are the most important part of this church. Now, I know beyond the Holy Spirit and Jesus, we understand that, okay? You are the most important part of this church. That you can reach people by the way that you, the way people interact with you even more than my sermons, even more than the music, if people have a good experience, if you connect with people, if they see the love, you can make the biggest impact in this church. Is we can be ready for the moment and miss the movement. There's no strings attached. Repent and believe. That is our message. Every morning he got up, he went alone into the garden. He went alone to the mountain. He went alone so that he could be in the presence of God. Not to plan his day, but to plan his presence with God. And so this series is a series about how the Bible was written, collected, and translated. And we need to understand that when we talk about the Bible, it's not one book. It's a collection of writings over thousands of years by many different authors. No matter what you're facing in life right now, God can fix it because he can raise the dead. He has the power inside of us. He, when we trust him, he puts that power inside of us. And it's not just my experience that I proclaim this, but it's because the people who saw it wrote it down. He don't really want to be around me, but Jesus says, no, 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 no. You're the point. He loves you. He came into this world for you. Guys, this is our relationship with God. This is the perspective we have to have with God. When we receive him as our Savior, our old self is dead. It is gone. We're the most unavailable people we have ever been. And the very people we love that we think we're doing this for are the people we're squeezing whether you're stuck in the past or whether you're stuck in the future, God's gift to you is the present. God's gift for you is the present because relationships only happen in the present. And that is whatever idea of, the, of this God that's way out there and is not worried about you. Instead, John said, no, no, no. He was so worried about you, he invited you into the presence of God. And when we saw him, John said, we saw the fullness of God. All right, there you have it. Those are all of the sermon series. Um, 
And so, uh, for this last time, um, I'm going to, first of all, introduce uh, Brittany Thomas up here. Y'all give Brittany a, a round of applause. And uh, we're going to talk about our missions, and then we're going to look ahead into the future. And so, uh, I thought it would be good. We uh, had two mission trips. Joey went on one, and Brittany was on the other. And Brittany was one of the heroes uh, of the first trip. Uh, Angie was another one. Uh, I was not a hero. I was in bed sick most of this trip. Uh, but... Um, it was a very powerful trip um, that God, uh, we're seeing some incredible things. So I want to uh, just get Brittany's perspective, and I'm going to ask two questions of both of you. Um, what was one of the most powerful experiences you had on, the, on your trip, and why should somebody consider going on an international mission trip, uh, possibly to Peru in 2020? Um, as you're thinking of your answer... I'm going to run through real quick just uh, what, what we did this year as far as mission partners, okay? Our mission, we have four mission partners right now. We have um, our mission partners are just other organizations we partner with. Uh, we have a family that we've sponsored for a few years in Thailand, the Crouch family. We have uh, the Solid Rock Church in India. Uh, Samson Mall is a pastor that uh, lives here. For six months, and he, then he plants churches for six months, uh, and uh, he has been a, a partner of ours since uh, 2012, I believe. And then we also have a partner in Ethiopia. You saw Balai uh, Gabru. He, sp- he was speaking. Um, he's preached uh, the last few years. He's going to be here again in May. He's very powerful um, ministry. He actually starts and runs children's homes in Ethiopia, and he takes them out of the government orphanages, and then he... Uh, basically brings them into his homes, and then he uh, tries to, um, to adopt out those children to other families in Ethiopia. And, uh, and so those, and then Peru, we, we basically train pastors. And so, Brittany, what was uh, your, we went on a trip in early July. What was your experience? Um, so like Joel said, I had a very unique experience. Um, what was planned is that we would pair up Um, with our people from CPC be partnered with a Peruvian translator and then go out cover about six or seven little villages suburbs of Arequipa Um, what I got to do was I actually ended up visiting three of those towns um, to help cover various teams that were sick and while other people were covering other places Um, so one of the stories I have a bunch of stories since I worked with several different pastors and areas but One of the main ones um, is in the middle of our week there. I think I was covering for Daniel. Um, He was down one day. And um, I met with the pastor's wife. The pastor, I didn't meet that day. I think he was working. Um, A lot of the pastors there are bivocational. Um, So I met with his wife and a bunch of the ladies from the church. Um, I taught them the three circles, which is the training that we do. Um, I showed them, and then they practiced on each other, um, which was fun to watch because they're all friends, and they were kind of being that. Um, giving each other hard questions and a hard time while they were going back and forth. Um, but we finished, we had lunch, and then I asked if there's anyone they knew in their village that you know they wanted to share their story with. Um, and the pastor's wife said, oh, my neighbor, she doesn't know Jesus, let me call her. They called her, the lady came over, we fed her lunch, um, and I just sat there while they did the three circles and led their friend to Christ um, right there. And so that was really cool to see like they had just learned it that day they implemented it they answered all her questions um and then to hear the second team come and hear that that stuff is still happening um it's just a big victory to know that we made an impact and to see that keep going what uh um for the sake of time i was going to um what would you say to somebody who's maybe never considered going on an international mission trip uh and we have a few in the works. Uh, what would you say to them? Go. <laughs> do it. There you go. Joey, what, what uh, about you? What do you want to say? I mean, I would just say it's the every year looking towards it, I question whether or not I should go just because of life and stuff. I mean, line gets lined up. I get busy. Um, every year looking back, it's easily one of my highlights of the year. Um, if not the top highlight of the year. Um, it's just one of the best ways you can spend your, your time and money in the year. Um, and, and just looking back at 
at this trip that I got to take this year, it was, I've been to Peru, I think, six times now. And this is the first time I got to go back to a spot that we had been before. Um, and man, it just, it made me emotional to see the impact that our team was able to make in less than a week. And when she talks about people that were sharing the three circles, that's them sharing the gospel with, with somebody else. And so we got to go back to a church that had been sharing the gospel to the community around them. Um, we had to ride in the back of a pickup truck to this to this place. I mean, it was very hard to get to, but they were growing within their community and it was because of the time that our team had spent there and it's an eternal impact that we're able to make within a few days. Um, and it was just, it makes you emotional to see that kind of impact, um, really powerful stuff. Yeah, and I'll tell you, at the very least, you're going to learn how to share the gospel, and you're going to see, you're going to lead someone to the gospel, or to, to Christ, if you go on a mission trip, and to be able to end your year and say, I learned how to share the gospel, and I led someone to the Lord. Uh, hey, I mean, that it's just, it's, it's, a, it's a win to me. Um, all right, uh, thank you very much, Brittany. I appreciate it. Uh, give it up for Brittany. Yay. Brittany really, she almost went on the second trip. She was, uh, she was, she had such a great time. Um, so I want to close real quick, uh, in just a, uh, a moment we're going to, uh, receive our offering, um, and you can still give to the Christmas offering, by the way, which is going very well. Uh, last I checked, we're over 10,000. We might be closer to 15. I'll have, we'll have the totals after the end of the year. Um, but uh, y'all can go ahead and prepare those. Uh, you know how to do it online, uh, or uh, the baskets will pass in just a little when bit. When we say online, we'd say that a lot, by the way. Connectionpoint.life, sorry. And just go to the giving card. But uh, I wanted to real quick point to a couple of things that uh, are going to be going on in the, in the coming year that should excite you, because uh, they excite me. And, one of the, and so I just want to go over a couple of things uh, as we look to the new year. Um, the first thing is, is that we've got our first three sermon series are already kind of in the works. And, and one of the things God has put in my heart is we're going to make a, a slight tweak. You may never notice this, but our first three sermon series are the first one is going to be a series on happiness, on just being happy. And we're going to go through the book of Philippians. Uh, and then the, we're also going to, on Easter, we're going to start a series uh, on uh, making the most out of the moments we have. It's going to be called For a Limited Time Only, and it's going to be going through the book of Ecclesiastes in the Old Testament. And so one of the tweaks that we're making is that we're going to go through uh, some books this year, but we're still going to be topical. We're still going to apply it to certain topics. I really think it's going to be uh, a more powerful way for you guys to dig in a little bit to uh, God's Word, but also to hit you where you are. And I know that joy and happiness, there's no better way to start off the uh, year than, uh, hey, than spending some time making it the happiest 2020 possible. Um, in, uh, we turned 10 years old in, on February 16th, and we're going to have a party, we're going to have a celebration, but we're also going to kick off uh, for the, we're really going to ch kind of change our focus and begin to look towards the future, and we're going to start our first ever, uh, or not first ever, we're going to start our next uh, um, campaign or, or discipleship journey, and, and really what that means is we're going to start raising money, and we're going to start really looking into what is it going to take for us to get into our own building, to build a building, or to buy a building, or land, we don't know exactly what, but uh, I just want to give you all the heads up, it's going to be an exciting year, very focused on where God is leading us and what God is taking us to and what it's going to take. And so uh, as we get close to that, we're going to be meeting with our small groups, with our connect groups, and we're going to really be uh, letting you all know this is, what, this is what we see God, uh, the journey God takes us on. And really the theme of where we're going to be this year is investing in other people. That's what's going to take uh, to get where God wants us to be. Um, I believe, is we, we're going to invest in each other uh, to a degree that we may never have even done uh, in our lives. And so uh, a couple of other things. We have three, we're hoping to take three Arequipa trips, one big campaign in July, and then two smaller trips. Uh, and so if you're interested in that, on January 12th, after the service, we're going to have just an info meeting. And so you can come to that. And the next thing I want you to know is uh, we are going to have probably the most important uh, members meeting we've ever had on January 12th. Our members meetings uh, for our members, um, but at this members meeting, we're going to have a um, breakfast at 9 a.m. 
uh, or around them in the 9 a.m. hour. And we're going to try having breakfast here, and we're going to introduce some of our uh, new uh, members to our church, which is exciting, the first of the Wiley uh, uh, movement. So that's exciting. But we're also going to talk about our upcoming year and talk about this campaign, go over our finances and stuff like that. And so if you're a member, January 12th is going to be a big day. Um, if you're not a member and you want to learn how to become a member, hey, come talk to us and uh, and we would love for you to uh, join us on that day as well. And the last thing I want to let you know is we've got some exciting things. One of the big things I want to put on your radar also is we have, um, we're going to expand our Ethiopia ministry, and we're having a 5K in uh, May, in the early, early May. And so if you want to help us, our goal is to raise, we would love to raise enough to actually support uh, build and staff a, 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 child, a children's home of 10 kids for an entire year, and then every year be able to come back and support it again. Uh, and so Belai Gabru of Heart for the, Hope for the Fatherless is going to be here. He's going to preach the first week of May, and we're going to do the 5K on, I think, May 2nd. And so the signups are going to start in January. But if you want to help with that, Michaela or my wife uh, would be the ones to do it. But I'm so excited about... Uh, about not just being able to focus on Peru, but also being able to see what God does in Ethiopia. And then we're also, we really hope this is a year in which our church begins to really uh, make an impact in Wiley to a degree that many of us maybe never even dreamed of. And the only way that it happens is because of you. Really, this church is you guys. If there's nothing else I want you to, to know, it, it, it is about you. And so what we're going to do is I'm going to say a word of prayer, and then I, uh, I made a little slideshow for you. And the slideshow is just pictures of you, of what God has done through um, this year and some of our stories. And so I just want to say thank you as your pastor. It is an honor uh, to be your pastor and to uh, watch you guys be in gals, be used by Christ in such a powerful way. If you're new here, I hope you see this. And if you don't see yourself on the screen, just realize next year, it's, you're going to be all over this. You're going to be, you are our church. And so let me pray for us and pray for our offering. And then uh, let's just uh, celebrate what God has done as we watch that video. So let's pray. Lord, I thank you so much for this church and us just being able to take a, a time uh, today where we can say thank you for being such a, a great God. You've done so many things for us. You've taken us through hard times. You've also protected us uh, from harder times. Lord, we'll never know the ways that you have protected us, but Lord, we know you've also provided a place when uh, we're facing hard times or when uh, we are um, celebrating that you've put people around us that are for us and that are with us, and we're on the same path, and that is that we are trying to move from where we are to where you want us to be. So Lord, we thank you for this church and the impact that it has not only in our life, but the impact that you allow us to be a part of as you affect and as you impact uh, this city and the world through this small little church. Lord, we pray for great things in 2020. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.